Hi, and welcome to the SAP HCM Insights podcast. I'm Steve Bogner, the managing partner at Insight Consulting Partners. Here today with Luke Marson and Sherry Meyer from ASUG. Hi, guys. Hi. Hi, Steve. So, guys, I wanted to have a quick conversation here about um, Sapphire Now and ASUG, uh, the annual conferences that happened a couple weeks ago. Um, so we'll uh, get into that in just a little bit. But before that, I want to remind people that um, you know they can listen to the podcast on the website at insightcp.com slash insights. Um, you can go to SoundCloud and look it up there if you want to. You can go to iTunes, look it up there. Um, just search for SAP HCM Insights. And um, you can go to the website and use RSS and listen to it there. All sorts of ways you can listen to it. Um, take a listen and give us feedback. And uh, we love to hear from people and um, helps make us better. So, so that's that for that plug. So, uh, Luke, I'll start with you. Um, I know you were all over Sapphire, and um, I w looked at it from afar, kind of followed from afar. Looked to me like there was, uh, it was kind of uh, the subtitle could have been all about SAP HANA. So, um, from your perspective, what happened at Sapphire that um, HR and HCM customers should know about, both for you know the on-premise and the success factors groups, and, and those people here are using both. What what uh, what did you hear that you know they should know about and and be looking for? I think the first thing that I'd like to comment on, but just before I get to that, was uh, you know how different this year's Sapphire conference was to previous years. Mm -hmm. It was a lot bigger this year. I I think from um, from what I've heard, I heard some various estimates. I think there was around about. 24,000 attendees this year. Wow! Um, and if you think that's probably around about double of last year. Yeah. And it yeah. definitely seemed a lot busier. There were a lot more vendors there. Um, there was a much more positive and upbeat uh, feeling to the conference. Um, I think SAP's messaging was was better. It, it's more coherent. There was a lot more customers talking about SAP HANA and their journey um, to S4 HANA and journey into the cloud. Mm -hmm. um, it, it, yeah, there was mentions of success factors, field glass, Ariba in the keynotes. And SAP raised the issue of integration, you know, and the complexity and, and, and the work they still have to do to integrate all these different offerings that they now have in the cloud and in on-premise and mm -hmm. uh, for, for, for the small, medium enterprises and for the large customers. You know, and, and their portfolio is very, very diverse uh, and it's complex because SAP caters for so many different types of organizations in different industries of different sizes mm -hmm. with different needs. Mm -hmm. And I think we all know that trying to bring this all together from a data and a process perspective, particularly with some of the acquisitions and the different architectures and whatnot, has been difficult. And, and it was refreshing to hear SAP um, acknowledge that and acknowledge that they are working on it um, rather than normal marketing messages. And I think this year there was a lot less marketing and more substance in what they were saying. So it, it really seemed like this was the, the, the coming of age of the new era of SAP this year, that, they, that they're really now into their groove as a, as a cloud company, with, you know, developing their next generation um, uh, ERP system, S4 HANA. Mm -hmm. you know, it, I mean, we're still in the early days of that. And I think even in, in, in cloud HR, it, it, it's still the early days. 
Mm-hmm. You know, it's beginning to mature nicely now, but it's still in it's still in the early days. That's for sure. Interesting. Well, that's that's that is quite a change because it's been known for years as being uh, a big marketing event and a, a big party and um, real salesy. But it sounds like they've kind of turned the corner and they're getting a little more genuine with customers and genuine about where they're at. So that's that is refreshing. That's that's good. Yeah, I would echo yeah. that. I Bill's conversation, Bill McDermott's conversation was about empathy. And a lot of people talked about that, about how they had connected with CIOs um, over the year. And Mike Getling also said connections with CHRs were upmost on their agenda. And they're really, really look, trying to listen to their customers. And the other thing I thought was interesting, uh, Luke, you mentioned about them bringing in Concur, Success Factors, Hybris, Ariba. I got the sense that they're really trying to create more of a family of cl- cloud products, and we may see more on that and more opportunities to create that integrated feel for a, a cloud ERP. Yeah. So, Sherry, how does that play into what ASUG is doing these days? You know, ASUG, um, you know, when you get outside of HR, it's, it's, uh, you know, it's really more of an SAP product. When you get into HR now, we have success factors. We have field glass. There's concur sort of maybe on the periphery there. but it's, And then you have SAP on-premise. So it's not just SAP by itself anymore. So how's that working within, within ASUG, and how's that changing how uh, customers engage? Well, that's really interesting because you and I and Luke see that, but I don't think the customers quite get it yet. I mm-hmm. think there'll be more of a push from SAP to get customers to understand how these other products can help them. Um, we, for myself and ASUG and the HR community, I'm starting to bring in stories about Field Glass and, and Concur as well uh, in light of, you know, this. how are you treating, my thing always has been, how are you taking care of all of your employee needs and certainly travel and the contractor's they're not employees, those are the people that do your work and get your work done. So my my take on it has been, how do you holistically look at your work environment and manage it, including robots, because they'll be there eventually too. So that futuristic look is out Mm -hmm. there. Um, At the conference this year, I would say, you know, we had great stories from customers and they were almost split evenly between on-premise and cloud. So we certainly see more customers moving there. Mm -hmm. Um, and, And that's not that we're pushing them there, but we certainly are pushing our education about what happens when you buy S4 HANA, CIOs, CXOs, CTOs, when you buy S4 HANA and you open up that box, there's no HR in that box. Mm -hmm. People are finally starting to realize that. And so there is more of a migration to cloud. We had some great customer stories. We also had some really great crowded rooms on on on-premise stories, Um, things where people had used HR renewal, um, to really make their system look as nice as a success factor. So increasing the usability for their, you know, bumping mm-hmm. up their digital transformation, HR transformation story that way. But, you know, trying to maximize, some companies just can't afford to move to clouds. They're mm-hmm. trying to maximize what they own. So there's still a great deal of, of interest in that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think one of the really interesting stories was, uh, and I know this was crowded. We had a customer who presented their move, their transition from Workday onto Success Factors. Ah, that was Bohawk Industries. Um, that room was crowded as well. And, you know, it really presents to our, our clientele, our members that come to these things that, you know, what is the value equation for moving to SAP? That mm-hmm. story, I think, was pivotal and key. Yeah. And, yeah, and I think the other thing that we're hearing, we heard from Mohawk and we're hearing from others as well, is that a lot of this is top-down driven. Oh, really? Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. I, we're hearing um, Mohawk definitely said there was a mandate from their CEO to get efficiencies in the labor workplace. And we heard that story consistently throughout. Um, you, you'll hear it when you listen to the replay of Mike Gatling's keynote with us where he interviewed Pepsi um, and Tim Ken and American Airlines. Yep. Um, and you'll hear them say that. And a lot of these organizations too, Steve, I noticed are what's making this transition easier is they're working through a shared services and HR operations type of organization. Those are the executives in those positions that are getting things done to transition HR into the future. Yeah. Yeah. Shared services is is a huge deal. And, you know, not, I'm really kind of surprised that there's a, a fair number of companies that haven't moved to that model yet. But it, it's a it's a mind shift and it's a shift in how companies do things. But when you do that, it it does um, it does make it easier to do these sorts of transformations because you have people and processes and systems all in one place on a common shared platform. So it's it's a good thing to do, but uh, it still takes some effort to get there. So Luke, I'm curious on on what you heard from um, uh, from the conference on. Uh, you know, anything new or big or uh, things that customers need to be aware of regarding, um, you know, success factors and maybe HANA and, and things like that? Or, um, you know, or do we pretty much just get that through the, the quarterly updates from success factors? I don't think there was anything new or groundbreaking. I think the pace of innovation means that, that there has to be something really big, you know, you know, like acquisition basis or talking about field glass and contingent workers, which they talked about last year. Um, there was a lot more prominent talk of SAP HANA Cloud Platform mm-hmm. this year. That's beginning to, to grow, and it's, and, and it's the extensibility platform that SAP offer for S4 HANA, for success factors, for many of their uh, other offerings, including on, including on premise and, and, and mobile applications as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I still think that in a HR context, the story needs a lot more work. You can't sell the platform as a platform to HR folks. You need to sell applications yeah. to HR folks. Mm-hmm. You need to be able to say you can solve this problem with this app, this problem with this app, or this problem with this app, and not just say, "Well, we have this platform, so you can you can make whatever you want." Yeah, right. That's, that's not the right approach, <laughs> and I think that's still a little bit of a challenge. And there's still not a lot of partner apps. I mean, there are some great partner apps out there. Um, Enterprise Jungle is one of the uh, most well known, and James Sinclair has done a great job of of helping to grow the platform and to build cool apps. Um, but I still don't see enough genuine HR applications, uh, certainly not anything unique. I know um, one or two vendors have built benefits apps, but then when you have yeah. global benefits in, in EC already and you have benefit focus, it, it, it's not really solving a problem that isn't already solved. Yeah. So that's one area where I think uh, I know SAP are aware of it and they're trying to work on it. And um you know, it, 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 it's kind of find that balance. If, if you know, SAP are not going to build a, a HANA Cloud Platform app that solves the HR problem when they can just build that HR functionality into EC. That's what exactly. makes more sense for them. So it's really the partners that have got to do this, and yep. not seeing too many partners really build the, these these really true HR apps. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. yeah, I think part of what you're seeing also, Luke, is there's a catch up in Success Factors partners and trying to learn 
how to implement a whole employee central suite, a whole success factor suite. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be a while before those knowledgeable people in the HR space catch on to what to do with HCP. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, if I yeah, was, it's the whole. I'm, Sorry, Steve, go on. No, I was going to say, I just want to point out that, um, you know, if I was a, a partner looking to develop uh, an app, I would be hesitant because, you know, SAP is developing success factors and employee central. So, aggressively um, building out the functionality that, you know, I, who knows when they would swallow up my functionality that my app does and I would be done. So, you know, that's got to be in the back of the minds of some of these folks because, yeah, no. yeah a couple of years ago, there, there wasn't really any benefits functionality, right, Luke? And now there's decent benefits functionality in, in Employee Central. So, you know, if, if I was to have built a benefits app a couple of years ago, I'd be looking at the sunset of that app here pretty soon, I think. And the other thing we have to consider is that SAP listen to customers a lot. Mm-hmm. It, uh, you also have um, Thomas Sutter at the helm of Employee Central, and obviously he's been listening to customers for years when it yeah. comes to HR. And, and he's also brought that into, um, into product management. So they know what the gaps are, and they know what customers want and what customers need. So it's very easy for them to build in that functionality. So a lot of time, you know, it has to take some real innovation from a partner to, to, to really build something new or just find an area where SAP don't consider there to be, um, you know, a, a viability in them building something into employee central. Mm-hmm. I mean, the whole extensibility topic itself is, is, is really um, interesting. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I don't want to do, do a, um, a shameless plug. So I'll, I'll plug my <laughs> presenter, um, Patricia Leo, a, a fellow ASAG volunteer um, from American Airlines and, and myself presented a session um, talking about, about um, you know, how everyone's cloud can be different. Um, really, the underlying theme was extensibility. And within the session, um, I actually built a process within Employee Central from scratch Mm-hmm. Um, in under 30 minutes, we built it, we built a UI, uh, showed it, then built some rules and showed how, uh, how this could work and how it looked in self-services. Mm-hmm. Um, just to show you kind of the, the flexibility uh, and the ease of what can be done. Right. Yeah. And I think that was interesting to a lot of customers because many of the customers in the room were on-premise customers. And, and, and they weren't quite aware about this kind of level of flexibility um, and the way in which you can extend Employee Central to meet different types of needs. Mm-hmm. Just using the metadata framework within success factors, mm-hmm. that's not even taken into account the HANA Cloud Platform. And when we covered that, that briefly, mm-hmm. but this whole extensibility picture is, is, is really interesting. You know, Patricia works for American and Airlines. I mean, they are a, a huge organization with a lot of complexity and they need to reproduce, you know, some, some of these custom complex processes in Employee Central. And both the Metadata Framework and HANA Cloud Platform give them these capabilities to do that. Yeah. But it's not, still not that well known to many customers. And, and I'm not sure why, because the SAP have spent a lot of time and effort uh, pushing this, uh, as I have and some other people in the community have. Yep. But the message is getting and customers are beginning to understand um, the way in which you can extend cloud applications to meet your you know, your unique needs. Sure. Well, you know, reaching customers for things like this is is a challenge. You know, um, 
like like uh, you said a little while ago, Sherry, when people open up that um, version of S for HANA or SAP HANA, and they don't find any HR in there, sometimes that's news to them. But for those of us who are in the industry and who follow this closely, that hasn't been news for ages, right? That's just been, right. you know, everyone's known about that. So, you know, that's why I, I advise all of my clients. I say, get involved in ASUG, go to the conferences, um, because that's your best way to stay plugged into what's going on. And so, um, you know, to all of our listeners out there, I would just say, if you're not involved in ASUG, uh, get involved. Um, you know, there's local chapters, there's a, the, the national group. Um, you know, if you, if you, need help on how to do that, uh, you know, what go to asug.com, Sherry, and that should get you started, right? It'll certainly get you started. And there is a link scrolling across the page. Um, once you create your profile, you can get into the HR community. Um, and, I, you know, that's where we're really trying to help HR, both IT and business people, understand the challenges that are ahead of them and how to confront them and yep. deal with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So encourage everyone to do that. Um, so then you'll stay a lot more up to date and it's fun too. I mean, it's, it's fun. It's fun. <laughs> you know, uh, actually Sherry, you and I are going to be doing, um, something at the con at the chapter up in Northern Ohio, right. In a couple of right. weeks up in Cleveland. Right. So I get to make the trek from Cincinnati up to Cleveland and meet you up there and we'll talk about HR stuff. Um, it's always a good time. And so, um, I encourage people to do that. Well, guys, thanks for um, you know f- for the information on on the ASUG and the Sapphire conferences. I think it sounds like there's some good stuff going on. Thanks for helping us stay up to date on this. And um, again, encourage everyone to follow ASUG to stay up to date on that. Keep listening to these awesome, amazing, informative, and free podcast, free consulting, <laughs> right, Sherry? Free consulting. Free consulting. Yeah. You know how you guys love that. Yeah. Well, and and we can't let a session go with you on it without mentioning free consulting. So <laughs> it's all good. Guys, thanks for your time. Um, I appreciate it. And uh, thanks to our listeners for listening. And again, um, you can find the podcast on insightcp.com insights. And that'll take you to all the different ways you can connect with us. So thanks again, guys. We'll check in again soon. Thanks, Steve. Thanks, thanks Steve. Sherry. Thanks, Luke. Great to talk to you, too. Likewise.